Are you looking for Christ-focused ornaments and gifts this Advent? Ad Crucem has a wide selection of Christmons, Christmas ornaments, greeting cards, artwork, housewares, jewellery, and churchwares to boldly and beautifully proclaim the good news of Christ given for us. Put what you believe, teach, and confess on display this year. Visit adcrucem.com. That's A-D-C-R-U-C-E-M dot com. Listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Erin. I'm Bree. And I'm the quiz mistress. Yes. Yes. It's about time. <laughs> we have a trivia challenge today. I feel like it's been a while since we've yes. done a trivia challenge. It rather has. It was LWML, wasn't it? I think I think it might have. Was it? Whoa, yeah. that was a while ago. That's too that long. Wow. So we have trivia today and it's on Christmas carols. I love Christmas. And I'm super excited. So Rachel, take it away. Okay. Well, this time last year, I quizzed you all on the history of Christmas pageants. And yeah, it was a rather obscure topic. You guys did pretty well. A solid effort. It was last year, two years ago. It was last year. It was last year. Yeah. COVID time. I don't know. I don't know. Last year didn't exist. All the years are running together. I know that it happened. happened, So, yes. (laughs) Anyway, continue. Well, Christmas time is upon us. Almost once again. Sorry. Advent time is upon us yes! again. <laughs> so this time we're going to tackle a subject I know we all love, and that is Christmas Carol, and see if all of our hashtag hymn nerds can do Ooh. even better this time around with our Christmas quiz. Oh boy. Yes. All right. No you ready? pressure, Sarah. Oh man. <laughs> Section one. True or false? Section one. Oh, no. <laughs> Is there going to be short answer? Because I can't handle that right now. There will be. Uh, I my brain can't handle <laughs> another thing. I'm okay, sorry. Gotta, but we're not there yet. We're on true or false. Yeah. Just work yeah. me up to it. It's yeah. fine. One step at a time. True or false. Christmas carols should only ever be played, sung, and listened to between Black Friday and Epiphany. False. <laughs> false. false. Just kidding. I'm not actually going there. That was a fight, uh, a fake question. <laughs> I'm glad we're all in agreement, though. Wait, I like my life and would like to keep it. So, um, <laughs> everybody listening out there, please put down your projectile weapons, your sharp, pointy objects, and your any cream-based and your pies torches. you may be holding. Because it's a delicious pie. Regardless of where you stand on when and how and how often and for how long to listen to Christmas carols, I think we can all celebrate the simple reality of Christmas hymns and carols. And that is something we are here to do today. And we can all get behind that. So sorry for psyching you out (laughs) for real this time. Hmm. Here we go. The actual section one Hmm. is can you guess the Christmas Carol based on the clue provided? Yes. Oh boy. I am gonna smoke all of this you is in a Christmas Probably Carol will. mystery solving. Oh no. <laughs> Brie is like in the zone. I right. got sensory deprivation. Take me away. <laughs> Question number one. 
Did you know that baby Jesus had curly hair, or at least he did, according to this beloved Austrian Christmas carol? Which carol might that be? Well, Brie? Yeah, Brie. Which one is it? (laughs) Hold on. I'm doing some trigonometric functions in my brain right now. Okay, the clue is, I said Austrian. It was written in Austria, but it was written in German. So it is a German Christmas carol that references Jesus's curly hair. German. Curly hair. The only one I'm thinking of is Silent Night, but that's not it. It is it. Oh, my goodness. You stumbled right into it. Is it really it? It is. (laughs) (laughs) So I learned these words, the words for stanza one in German as a young person, but I had no idea exactly what some of them were. I mean, everyone knows Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht, Silent Night, Holy Night, and Schlaf in Himmlische Ruhe, Sleep in Heavenly Peace. However, the whole lyric, you know, Alles schläft, einsam wacht, nur das traute hochheilige Paar, holde Knabe in lockigen Haar, Schlaf in Himmlische Ruhe. It means literally Silent Night, Holy Night, everybody slept, except for that one faithful holy couple, gentle boy in curly hair, with curly uh-huh. hair, sleep in heavenly peace. Ah. Yep. Anyway, so, yes, curly wow. hair. I don't know wh- which version of, of the uh, Christmas narrative in the Bible they were reading, but huh. they <laughs> pulled something that I'd never seen before. <laughs> Fascinating. I'm not going to smoke you guys in this round. I don't know German. <laughs> You might, you might. This quiz is yet young. (laughs) Here we go. Clue number two. The author of this Victorian lyric, set memorably to music by Gustav Holst, regularly moonlighted as an artist's model for her brother, Dante Gabriel, who was a key painter in the pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood movement. She even once portrayed the mother of Jesus in the painting The Girlhood of Mary Virgin. Not every Christmas carol writer can say that. Who was the writer and what was her carol? That was a very complex question. <laughs> okay, here are it's your key Victorian things. Victorian Victorian. It's uh-huh. a woman. It's a lady. Uh-huh. Gustav She's Holtz. She's got a brother <laughs> who's an artist. And Gustav Holtz. Mm-hmm. Gustav Holtz. Tune. Christmas Gustav Holtz. What does that make you think of, Sarah? I know. The Te Deum. I'm, I'm ra- that is, No. I'm not saying it, but that's a clue that pops into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. The only female Christmas writer I can think of is Christina Rossetti. There you go. That's Yay! it? Yeah, it is it. Isn't that, what is that? We're accidentally doing well today. Uh, is that in the bleak mid- midwinter? It is in the bleak oh, midwinter. Yes. <laughs> oh. As soon oh, as I said, lady, you should have had this. I think she was Victorian times. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh-huh. So Poor she brief. lived from so uh, 1830 <laughs> to 1894. She was wow. a poet. I le- I knew her as a poet before I knew her as a hymn writer. She wrote romantic, yeah. devotional, and children's poems. She wrote two Christmas carols in the bleak midwinter and Love Came Down at Christmas. Mm. Mm. I love and both of those. Mm-hmm. She was part of a just a famous artistic literary family and her brother, Dante Gabriel Rossetti, was one of these key painters in this pre-Raphaelite movement and used his pretty sister as a model in a bunch of works so you can see her face all over his paintings it's really cool nice that is really cool yeah 
Okay. Well, so far, accidentally, you are on a roll. So let's yeah. keep this Just going. wait till we get the, to the Mariah Carey level. Just wait. <laughs> we get to that round and I'm going to Okay. Clue number three. This carol was originally written to be sung in Latin. Or was it German? Or was it both? Salite. <gasps> I love that one. Remember that one? Salite. Unigenito. Cristo dei filio. Salite. Redentori nomino. Impreceptio. I'm kind of skin delaney. Okay. That one? No, but I love your love your enthusiasm. Yeah, this one is actually a version of this one is actually in our hymnal, although we don't get to sing it in oh, 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 in Jubilo. In Dolce Jubilo. Yes. Huh. I actually knew that one. <laughs> I don't know it yet. I mean, I feel like I do, in but Dolce I don't. Jubilo. That's not I guarantee that's not in our hymnal it with is. those words. Oh. Now sing, we now rejoice. Thank you. Which is an English. They took all the fun out of this. So this this song was original was written in a mix of Latin and German, and that's actually yeah. how it was written. In dulce jubilo, nun singet unseid froh. He rhymed Latin and German. That's amazing. Yes, according to some, it was written by German mystic Heinrich Soisse, who, according to folklore. He heard angels sing these words and joined them in a dance of worship and I then wrote down the song afterwards. This and the song you guys belted out so beautifully are examples <laughs> of what you would call macaronic Ooh, language. It's a mixture of languages and it's a kind of code switching. Or in this language, I think he wrote it this way because... You know, Latin was ecclesiastical, but he didn't know Latin enough to write the whole song in Latin. So he just threw in the bits that he could and and filled in the rest with German and fit it all together. The word macaronic comes from the new Latin macaronicus, which is from the Italian macarone or dumpling, (laughs) which was regarded as coarse peasant fare. So it was generally a derogatory term. (laughs) You weren't wrong, Brie. I know. But yes, in Dulce Jubilo, it was in German and Latin, and that was not an accident. Nice. Okay. This hey, is this you get a point for great. having a song that answered her question, even if it wasn't the right one. Yes. <laughs> I feel like you should get two points, but I'll just. Yeah, I'll, I think so. Extra one. bonus points, extra credit for sure. <laughs> okay. This one I think you should be able to get because we've talked about it before. Uh-oh. Number four, this Latin hymn is perhaps the second, or maybe the third, oldest Christmas carol in existence. It is certainly the oldest Christmas carol commonly sung in Lutheran churches today. Of the Father's Love Begotten. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> nice. So <laughs> it is... that one. <laughs> it is a... It, and this was... This, I've said this before. It was the hymn we had at my wedding, so I have a special yep. fondness for it. Yes. <laughs> it is a hymn written by the Roman poet Aurelius Prudentius, Based on the, his Latin poem, Coordinatus Ex Parentis, which literally means begotten out of the father's heart. And he lived uh, from 348 to sometime either 405 or 413 AD, which is a ridiculously mm. long time ago. And we're still singing his poem. And it's just as gorgeous as it mm. was it all those centuries ago. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love that one. All right. Number five. I'm beginning to think I made this quiz too easy, but 
<laughs> Maybe I just Not made it for too me. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Those first two questions were doozies. <laughs> yeah, but you found your way there. At least. Yep. You followed the trail of clues. Uh-huh. <laughs> Number five. This familiar lyric by Charles Wesley oh, originally boy. raved about, quote, how all the welkin rings. Thank goodness for editors. We know and love this carol much better in its revised version, set to a triumphal tune by Felix Mendelssohn. What's the lyric again? How all the welkin rings. And I left out the first word because then you would get it. Uh Uh-huh. Of course. Oh, Kamali Faithful? Nope. No, that's not Mendelssohn. What is the Mendelssohn one? Is it Joy to the World? Nope. Welkin. What does Welkin mean? Welkin, I believe, means heaven or heavenly host. Hark the Herald? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. Sings rhymes with rings. Uh, yeah. Yes. Hark how, all, <laughs> hark how all the welkin, welkin rings. I'm going to sing it that way this year. It first <laughs> appeared in 1739 in the collection Hymns and Sacred Poems. But then it was revised. So Charles Wesley was a major Methodist preacher. And then mm-hmm. it was revised with help from another major Methodist preacher, George Whitefield. So you get two Methodists for the price mm-hmm. of one in this hymn. Yes, I <laughs> love to fix the lyrics. So we got Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And then it was paired with a Mendelssohn tune. He didn't write it for the song, but I'm sure everyone's forgotten the fact that it was originally adapted from Vaterland in Deinen Gauen. Um, it's true. Oh, yeah. Nobody even knows what that is. <laughs> right. Yeah. It all turned out for the best in the end. So we're very happy to have Hark the Herald Angels sing and not Hark how all the welkin rings. Mm. So glory to the King of Kings that we can sing. Amen, sister. Full voice. All right. Number five, jumping way forward in history for this one. Ooh. How has there only been five questions? I don't believe that. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is number six. We just finished number five. I thought. We are ripping through this quiz. This is so fun. Okay. Clue number six. This modern Christmas classic was written by a Black American composer, songwriter, arranger, choral conductor, and actor, busy guy, who was widely regarded as the leading expert on Negro Black spirituals and choral music. He was not, I was interested to learn, actually a native of the West Indies, despite what I may have been tempted to think. Has he shown up on one of my podcasts before? I he nope. did. No. Nope. Oh. Is this in our hymnal? No. Oh, it, go tell it on the mountain? Could be. Nope. It's newer than that. Hymnal? This was uh, oh. written in the 50s. Uh, Mary, Mary had a baby? Nope. Getting baby. closer, though. Mary's boy child? Yes! So this song started when the aforementioned talented person listed above, Jester Hairston. He had been asked to write a song for a birthday party, and it was there were going to be a bunch of people from the West Indies and the Caribbean who were there, so he set the song to a calypso melody. Love it. Love it. And then, you know, it was a big hit at the party, and he just sort of shelved it for a while, but then when he was asked to write a new Christmas song for Schumann's Hollywood Choir... He yes. remembered the melody he'd written and wrote new lyrics to it, Just which were Mary's okay. Little Boy Child, which I won't mm. sing here because I'm pretty sure the whole thing is still under copyright. 
Oh, <laughs> sad. Harry Belafonte heard I, the yep. song being performed by the choir, asked permission to record it, and the rest is history. I think huh. Nat King Cole did it version of it too. Lovely. I hope so. He have done a really good job with it. Because I love this is one of my mother's favorite songs for Christmas mm. too. So I'm always always happy to be able to talk about it. I'm always happy to get on the board with some points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you That's hear time. Kathleen Battle's rendition of that one is like my all time favorite. Really? It's I so haven't good. heard that one. I put that up. So good. Anyway. Okay. Moving on. Number seven. The words to this rollicking New Year's carol seem to be getting tamer and tamer as the years go on. The er- an early English edition exhorted singers to fill the meat cup and drain the barrel. Instructions that maybe didn't survive the temperance movement. <laughs> Yet these tipsy lyrics seem a little tame by comparison to some of the lyrics in the original Welsh version of the song, which raps- waxes rhapsodically about, quote, Oh, how soft my fair one's bosom. <laughs> this is a, like, Old Lang Syne? That's what I'm Christmas saying. Carol? No, it's not a church Christmas. Okay. It's a Christmas <laughs> carol. Just wanted to, I, I was going to say Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Okay. Nope. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay, hang on. I don't know There's if I know any other New Year's head. one. We sing it as a Christmas carol, but it's actually, if you listen closely, more of a New Year's song. What was the less dirty lyric? Can you say that one again? <laughs> Fill the meat, meat cup, cup, drain the barrel. Deck the halls? Yes. Oh! Give that lady some more Fill points. the meat cup, drain the barrel. <laughs> fa la 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 Nice job. <laughs> Literally did that. Beautiful. <laughs> so the melody of Deck the Hall is taken from No Skullon. I don't know how to say that exactly. It's a traditional Welsh New Year's Eve song. It was published in 1794. Huh. And the original lyrics, according to Wikipedia, the best pleasure on New Year's Eve is house and fire and a pleasant family, a pure heart and brown ale, a gentle song and the voice of the harp. I really love that. However, there are more verses (laughs) and there is a translation that was supplied from uh, musical and poetical relics of the Welsh bards. This verse is did not make it onto the Wikipedia page. Oh, how soft my fair one's bosom, fa la 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 la. Oh, how sweet the grove in blossom, fa la 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 la. You get the idea. Oh, how blessed are the blisses, words of love and mutual kisses, fa la 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 la. But the only thing about this song that hasn't changed is the fa la la's, which are everyone's favorite part anyway, and the only part everybody knows. So, but I want to bring back that verse about sitting by the fire with your family on New Year's Eve. Yeah. That would uh-huh. be fun. Yeah. Agreed. Indeed. Do you have a fireplace at your place now? No. I don't even have a fire pit. I do have a propane grill. I can go out back. <laughs> and and just go around it. <laughs> nice little indoor. See the blazing. <laughs> See the blazing yule before us. Strike the harp and join the chorus. And then call the fire department. This one's out of control. <laughs> Do not attempt at home. Do not try this at home. <laughs> yes. That sounds like it would happen at my house if it happened anywhere. <laughs> Getting closer to the end of this section. Don't worry, there are more. Mm. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Sweet. Extensive quiz. <laughs> Clue number eight. 
The fact that this, quote, Christmas carol wasn't written as a Christmas song and doesn't actually mention anything Christmassy at all did not stop it from being the first Christmas carol ever performed from space. Whoa. Joy to the world. No. I just said it said nothing about Christmas. Mm. I don't think it's really a Christmassy one. The Lord has come. I mean, you can totally let Earth receive her king. You can totally sing Joy to the World. That's more of a future. Okay. It's like yeah. it's like that's anyway. Clearly, that's not it. So, <laughs> is it in our okay. hymnal? I ask this every time. No, it is not a hymn. It is a carol. <laughs> it's a carol, but not not a hymn in our hymn. I don't know. Um, Past three o'clock. Is it? I love that. A one. sacred song. No. Nope, not um, sacred. Um, First one rock, to be performed no. from space. So it's got to be sort of poppy. I think. Think of when the did we 60s. go to space? In the 60s. Uh, this was in 1965. I'll actually read you oh. the transcript of what, what happened there. It was a bit of a prank, oh. apparently. Uh, <laughs> C6. Gemini 7. This is Gemini 6. We have an object. Looks like a satellite going from north to south up in a polar orbit. He's in Here a very low Santa trajectory Claus. traveling from north to south, and he has a very high climbing ratio. It looks like it might even be a very low. Looks like he, he might be going to reenter soon. Stand by one. Reindeer. <laughs> you might just let me try to pick up that thing. And at this point, they pulled out two instruments they had smuggled onto the spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> How do you smuggle something onto a spaceship? I don't. Are you asking because you want to do it? Probably. Suit. You got to put it inside your spacesuit. That's. Are you going to tell us what instruments? It. Like this. Okay, if I do, you'll get it. It was oh. a harmonica and sleigh bells. Jingle bells. It was Jingle Bells. Of course it was Jingle Bells. <laughs> nice. The, I feel like the sleigh bells, you could do a heart, you could smuggle a harmonica, but How sleigh bells, smuggle sleigh that bells? would be hard because they'd be Why jingling your while you're walking. Jingling? Exactly. <laughs> he but probably tingled on the inside of his leg. <laughs> but then it would be ching, ching, Yeah, ching, but like, ching. that's like really heavily, pa- like those suits are like heavily padded, that's aren't they? That's true. Maybe they he sewed are. it inside Maybe one of the legs. Maybe them and this is like three days later. <laughs> yeah, Put him in a, he put it in a balloon and swallowed it <laughs> before they went up there. Okay, that's so how anyway, I Gemini Six astronauts Tom Stafford and Wally Shira wanted to spread a little Christmas cheer and troll the entire planet at the same time by uh, pretending they saw Santa Claus about to, to enter the atmosphere uh-huh. and, oh, look, I hear him now. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Uh, <laughs> man, that's that is hashtag so space good. goals, yeah. frankly. <laughs> so Jingle Bells was the first Christmas song, perhaps I think the first song of any kind, broadcast from space. So that's a wow. pretty cool little bit of history, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. I want to be the second one broadcast from space. You can do that. We call Elon Musk here. There you go. They have passenger passenger space flight now. What would you want me to sing? A Brie original. Yeah. You want a brand new Christmas carol? That's true. That's true. (laughs) Better start writing it. Mm -hmm. Number nine. While we're on the top of of Christmas songs that aren't actually Christmassy, here is another ancient and beloved Christmas carol that isn't actually about Christmas. Actually, it is also in no way ancient. It is beloved, though. Hmm. Can you name everybody's favorite faux medieval Christmas carol? As a hint, I can tell you, 
It is performed annually in the Boar's Head Festivals at both Concordia <laughs> University Ann Arbor and Emmanuel St. Charles. Good King wins us less. Yes. <laughs> nice. No, I gotta tell you That's something. A fake medieval. <laughs> when was it written? Let's see. It, 1853. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when I was growing up, my parents had the two disc Time Life Treasury of Christmas CDs. Yeah, yeah classic. Like I grew, I cut my teeth on those, mm. you guys. <laughs> and Good King Wenceslas was on that CD, one of the CDs. And they make it sound super medieval. Right? I'm a little, everything I know is a lie <laughs> at this point. I'm questioning everything. I'm having an existential crisis right now. Well, if it helps. Okay, so this was John Mason Neal. Sarah, one of your old was favorite it really? fellows. It was. No. Um, he wrote the Good King Wenceslas lyric, which is, it actually t- is set on the Feast of Stephen, which is the right. day after Christmas. It's, so it's not a Christmas song. And he said it in what is now the Czech Republic, then Bohemia, uh, mm-hmm. about St. Wenceslaus I, Duke of Bohemia. But he wrote it in 1853. He did, Brie, it's not a complete lie. He then grabbed a 13th century spring carol, Tempus Adas Floridum, Easter Time Has Come. So it was an Easter song. Oh, um, to very bored with it. Yeah. <laughs> And then put his faux medieval Wenceslas lyric to this actual medieval tune. So hmm. he sort of jerry-rigged it. Mark hmm. my footsteps, my good page. I can't mm-hmm. believe that's John Mason Neal. <laughs> yeah, but Victorians were crazy into medieval stuff. Hmm. Everything. Hmm. They loved it. And so this was really speaking to what was very fashionable at the time. Bring me flesh. Bring me wine. Bring me pine logs hither. <laughs> Thou and I, John Mason Neal, you never actually said thou in your life, except (laughs) ever, ever, (laughs) except in your poetry or hither. They were, yeah, they were total medieval fan, fan boys and girls in the Victorian era. And so this is one example of that. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, we're almost to the end of this part of the quiz. (laughs) Does this section have a title or is it just section one? Section one is Guess the Christmas Carol. Oh, oh, that okay, okay, right, okay, okay. Let's keep going. <laughs> keep I'm with you. I'm All ready. Right, number ten. This hymn, whose tune is commonly attributed to George Frederick Handel of Messiah fame, is the most published Christmas hymn in North America. That much can be readily ver- verified and has been by the Dictionary of North American Hymnology. Whether or not Handel was actually in any way involved with the composition is much harder mm-hmm. to verify. Angels I can picture yeah. this one, Joy to the World. This one is Joy to the World. Dang. <laughs> the most published Christmas hymn. Huh. It's, it, that, it, that was the only one it could be, really. Everyone loves that one. So, yeah, this lyric was written by Isaac Watts, the English minister and mm-hmm. hymn writer, in 1719. Yep. And he originally meant it to be fitted to the tunes from the old psalm book in the common meter, which, as you, as you know, Sarah means that you can technically sing Joy to the World to more than two dozen hymn tunes in the hymn. Yeah. I want to try that. Joy to the world, the Lord has come, etc., etc. Yeah. But the tune that we use today is taken from an 1848 edition by Lowell Mason, mm-hmm. who wrote the hymn Not tune Antioch that we use and put next to it, quote, from Handel. <laughs> huh. <laughs> 
He is just glossing up his tune that he wrote himself. Yeah, <laughs> Lowell Mason was a big Handel fan. He was president of the Boston Handel and Haydn Society and was an editor mm. for them. However, Handel scholars today dismiss any resemblance between the Joy mm-hmm. to the World tune and actual work by Handel as, quote, <laughs> chance resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Oh. That got me in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great wow. tune. I don't think Lowell Mason it, it, it needed to hide the hive handle at all. Uh-huh. He should have just said, buy Lowell Mason. But yeah. That's fine. <laughs> all right. That brings us to the end of that section. I think you guys got 10 for 10 on that. Did you? I think so. I think it was Eventually. a collective effort. Yeah. Eventually. We got yes. there. <laughs> This one, there are no wrong answers for. Our short answer question has come. Oh. We'll have a lightning round at the end in just a minute, but our short answer of the day, and this should be short, (laughs) as of this moment, knowing, Mm. Sarah, that these things tend to change, Sarah, (laughs) what is your favorite Christmas carol and why? Bonus points if you can explain the why in five words or less. Okay, this oh. might take me a minute. Mm. Okay, yeah, give us a moment. To, okay. To okay, can I have a silly answer first? Yeah. Okay, so I my favorite there are no Christmas, wrong answers. Well, I probably have a serious answer too of one that like I actually really love. My silly answer though is past three o'clock, which is in the Hundred Carols for Choirs book. We sang it in my chamber. This is not an answer in five words. Sorry. We sang it. What's the line though? There, that's it's, your five word yeah, answer. Is the um, line that's why you like it. Cheese in the dairy, bring they for Mary, but not for butter, but not for honey. No. Oh, shoot. Cheese in the dairy, bring, bring they, they for Mary. Mary. That's her five there. word answer. Because why. what other Christmas carol do you sing about cheese? Uh-huh. That's true. Um, words, but, but like nobody, other, nobody knows less. this carol. <laughs> but it was our favorite one in high school that we sang in our chamber choir when we would go to the furniture store and carol for people at the furniture store. <laughs> Because we totally did that. It was it was a whole thing. I'm in love with that. But nice. I loved it. Be- and we were high schoolers, so we thought it was ridiculous that we were singing about cheese. But we wanted to sing that one every year. Of course. Oh but God, not I for can't. money, butter, or honey. There you go. Whoa. Oh, so it's got cheese and butter? Yes. Girl. Mm. Right? Mm. I'm there. Yes. And honey. Past three o'clock. And a cold frosty morning. Past three o'clock. Good morrow, masters all. That's how it goes. Sorry. I'm done. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, so my fav my my favorite like serious answer one, and this took this took a minute, and I might put the um getting to this in the we have so many outtakes from this episode, so keep listening at the end. Um, my favorite one is the truth sent from above, which is a Rafe Vaughn Williams carol, and I don't know if it's very popular, but Concordia Chicago does it in their lessons and carols. This Vaughn Williams has this whole Fantasia, and of course he uses English folk songs, and it's a beautiful carol, and I think that's the only place I've ever actually. Heard it? I'm not sure I've ever sung it, actually. I think I've only heard it. Okay, well, I can answer then your five words or less why you love this are Concordia, Chicago, Ray Fawn Williams. Yes, done. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to go, it's hard to narrow it down to one, so I'm just going to pick one of my beloved favorites. And that is actually a song by Michael W. Smith. I love him. Yes. Mm. It's from one of his more recent Christmas albums. It's called Sing Noel, Sing Hallelujah. Oh. And I have always thought it would be one that could be done relatively. I feel like it'd be attainable for a church to pull this off. It starts with kids singing, and then there's a brass choir with Ooh. organ, and then the whole church is singing together. 
and it's it's a delight. So I agree with you on that. It's a beautiful song. Mm. Good choice. You've you've planted the seed in my brain. (laughs) I was going to say my favorite Mm. Christmas carol is Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. Yeah, that is a good one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. If you ever want to branch out into like the rap category of Christmas, (laughs) let your entry point be Christmas in Hollis, Mm -hmm. not Players Ball by Outkast. Just going to warn you that. (laughs) But The Night Before Christmas by Amy Grant Mm -hmm. from her Home for Christmas album. Oh, yeah. And my five words are because it's Christmas, Amy Grant. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, well, I've got. I have. I love so many Christmas carols. I'm like, you know how Sarah is with hymns. That's how I am with Christmas carols. But right. I have one favorite that is my favorite. You know, the second through fiftieth spots those shift around <laughs> yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. But my favorite Christmas carol is and always will be. What child is this? Mm. And the reason is, in five words or less, the word made flesh. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> You guys did great. There were no wrong answers. So they were all right answers. Good job. Uh, (laughs) It took us a long time to get there. Yeah. (laughs) Three points on the board. (laughs) Are we ready for our lightning round now? Are we? Okay. I was going to say, I'm going to smoke you guys, but I'm clearly not (laughs) going to do that. Yeah. This one may not be your round, Brie, actually. Oh, boy. But you never know. I've been surprised before. It's true. <laughs> I can be pretty surprising sometimes. <laughs> One thing I love about Christmas carols is that they come from such a wide variety of times and places throughout Christian history. There are so many voices singing the praise of the Word of God incarnate in so many languages. This means, of course, that many of our favorite Christmas songs did not start out as English Christmas songs. Mm. Oh, boy. So... I've picked a few from languages that I can actually maybe pronounce. And I'm going to ask you, can you name the carol from either the title or the first line of the song in its original language? Oh, boy. So can you name the carol from the title or first line of the song in its original language? Number one. Adeste Fidelis Lady Triumphantes. <laughs> Good job. Excellent. Thank you. Number two. Oh, and these French ones are going to be a little dodgy. My mouth doesn't like French. <laughs> My mouth. Number two. <laughs> Cantique de Noel. The first Noel. Nope. Mm, my brain is stuck on Cantique the, de Christmas song. The Christmas song. Yeah, it would be something like that, but what do Cantic- we know it as? Chestnuts roasting. <laughs> That's the Christmas song. Is the name of it. <laughs> All right, I'll give you this one. It is Oh Holy Night. Oh, oh come on. We were all disgusted we by that. that. <laughs> wow, should have known that one. I yeah. love that one. That's my favorite uh, boy band Christmas Carol. In sync. Yeah. Heck yeah. Take a Holy Night, man. I huh. played that mm. so many In times. In sync, best okay. Christmas album. Yes. <laughs> All right, number three. Birgina Gazteto Batsegoen. Say it again. <laughs> Birgina Gazteto Batsegoen. That didn't nothing. help. I have no idea. It's in Hold a on. language that is not related to any other known living language. Oh, this is the Basque one! <laughs> Sarah and um, I share a deep love for Basque oh, Christmas carols. Oh, no, I should get the words in English. <laughs> 
Angel Gabriel. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Yes. So Basque has no other related language on the planet. It's a fascinating does language. Speak, does people speak people it? Speak do people it. speak it anymore? Yes. Nice. yes I was do. just researching this in a Google rabbit hole the other night, and yes. it was fascinating. Oh, Sorry. Right. I'm nerd. Nerd level. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number four. Another one I'm going to butcher. Mm. Leanges de nos, nos campagnes. No. Leanges de nos campagne. <laughs> Something about companions. Legion. Legions of companions. I'm trying to think of French carols. Is it uh, the, the angels we have heard on high? Yes, it is. Yes. yes. Legions of I can probably <laughs> sing it better than <laughs> I can say it. L'ange dans nos campagnes. I can sing it better than I can say it. That was Legions. That was Le the angels. The angels. I bet there's a I bet there's a connection. I'm always there. fascinated Sometime. that that one's a French carol and I really want to sing Eighth it in French. Century or something. Mm. Well, um, may you have better better fortune with that than I have done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number five. Es ist ein Gross and Sprungen. Uh Lohalos are blooming. Yes. Very good. Air oh. blooming. Hmm. <laughs> number Oh, I put we these in the letters instead of numbers. Number F. <laughs> <laughs> Caput apri devero, Raiden's loudest domino. Oh, I know this. We just Caput discussed it head. not long ago. Can you say it again? Caput apri devero, Raiden's loudest domino. Why am I drawing a blank? I know what this is. Okay, <laughs> I'll sing it and you'll get it. Okay. Caput apri devero. Raiden's loudest domino. It's one of the boar's head. It is it's the boar's, boar's head. head. <laughs> oh, it is the boar's head. <laughs> Literally, it means I've got the head. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something with the head to it. Okay. Uh, number G. <laughs> we'll see how I do with this one. Shidrik, Shidrik, Shidrivochka. No. Nope, not that one. <laughs> still, still, still. That's what I was thinking, but that's German. No, that's still, still, still. still, still, still. Yeah, oh. that's what I was going to say too, but no. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. No, Vinny. No. Oh. She said it was Russian. You sounded Russian just there. Is it Russian? Interesting observation there, Brie. That could get you somewhere. What's a famous Russian Christmas song? It's actually not Russian, but it does sound Russian. Say it again. Mm. I'm sorry. Shidrik, Shidrik, Shidrivochka. All right, I'll sing it for you and you'll get it. Yep. Shidrik, Shidrik, Shidrivochka. Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells. Yeah. Oh, Carol of the Bells. Which yeah. isn't actually a Christmas song in Ukrainian, but it works really well. It's uh, sort of a <laughs> end of year song. And then huh. finally, to bring it home. Lowest lightning round of all time. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Von Himmelhoff.com. From heaven above to earth I come. Yes. Wow. Martin Luther's nice. famous, wonderful Christmas hymn. I could go on and on. There are so, so many wonderful songs that have not been mentioned here. Go tell it on the mountain. I guess we did mention that one briefly as a yeah, guest. That was a wrong. Guess, <laughs> but it was honorable okay. mentions. Mm -hmm. uh, Away in a manger. God rest you, oh. merry gentlemen. Yes. Once in Royal David City. Oh, All I want mm. for Christmas is you. 
<laughs> so many good ones that we can actually squeeze Merry in. Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy holidays. I was going to say that. That was my alarm on my CD radio. I love it. For like a year and my brothers hated I me. I love it. But perhaps it is best <laughs> if we stop there and leave a few or maybe a lot mm-hmm. of this treasury of carols for another mm-hmm. quiz later on yes. because I would love mm-hmm. to do this again sometime. Yes. That would be great. I talk about Christmas songs. I could just talk about them forever. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm going to go listen to Christmas music now. I know. I'm going to barrel <laughs> down 44 listening to... Probably my favorite music. part of the Christmas season <laughs> is music. Hands yeah. down. Yep. So to conclude, our corner of the world may be a bleak, dark place this time of year. Seriously, I really hate the darkness. Mm-hmm. But at least we will always have Christmas carols to warm our hearts, make our ears dance, and remind us over and over and over and over and over again of the great <laughs> miracle that took place in Bethlehem. Mm. That Christ, yes. the word made flesh, hail, hail, God with us, wrapped in swaddling clothes, was lying in a manger. And to that we respond, Gloria <laughs> in excelsis Deo. Yes. So, I love it. Yes. Love it. Yes, ma'am. The true Good meaning job. of Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You did not disappoint with this, Rachel. This was a good one. This was good. So fun. This one went hard. You dug deep. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, this is a fun topic, and yes, we will absolutely be doing another Christmas Carol quiz at some point. But yes. maybe not this year because I'll be riding high on this for a while. <laughs> Fantastic. That was so good. And hopefully this inspires all of our ladies to go listen to Christmas music for the rest of the year. <laughs> Until it's Epiphany. Not unreasonable. That's not it's really unreasonable. not unreasonable. Yeah. And <sighs> it really is a, a miraculous thing, I think, that say what you will about the quality of secular soft rock music stations. The fact that so many of them switch over after Thanksgiving or Halloween or Labor Day or whenever it is nowadays, (laughs) Mm -hmm. switch over to singing songs, some of which are about Santa Claus, but a lot of which are about Jesus, Mm -hmm. is a wonderful thing. And I'm really, really thrilled that that happens every year. And we get to enjoy it. Back to that first question, the fact that so many of these are ones that we have sung for hundreds thousands of years mm-hmm. maybe not thousands plural but get, <laughs> john mason neal closer and closer <laughs> many 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 hundreds of years centuries and centuries is also really amazing mm-hmm. to have that be part of our annual cycle of life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is our heritage our, our, our mm-hmm. the gift given to us by the people who came before us whether we're talking about aurelius prudentius or you know jester hairston because they're all gifts Ladies, we would love to know your favorite Christmas carols or carol. I don't have a favorite. Too many favorites. Never do. Mm-mm. Never do. <laughs> I already have a new one. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably cycled like at least five or six times. It's true. Since the last 10 minutes. <laughs> and that's why we love you. <laughs> we would love to hear what your favorite carols are. You can join us in our Facebook group and share those with us. Maybe share them in the comments on this podcast post in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge group on Facebook. You can also follow us on Instagram at Lutheran Ladies Lounge. You can find all of our podcasts at kfuo.org slash Lutheran Ladies Lounge or on the KFUO radio app, which you can download from either App Store or on your favorite podcasting app. 
You're listening to the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Aaron. I'm Dominic the donkey. <laughs> Chickadee ching hee haw hee haw. The Italian Christmas donkey. And I'm done. <laughs> la 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 la. Oh, that sounded like March of the Three Kings, which is another one of my like top 15 mm. favorites. KFUO Radio and the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast are underwritten in part by Ad Crucem. Visit them online at adcrucem.com. Views and opinions expressed on the Lutheran Ladies Lounge podcast may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO Radio, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. The Lutheran Ladies Lounge is produced by KFUO Radio and available at kfuo.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Join our community on Facebook in the Lutheran Ladies Lounge. This is the truth sent from above. There you I, go. I have never heard of that one. I mean, you had me at Rafe Von Williams, but you got five words on why you love this hymn. It's Von Williams. <laughs> it's it Von Williams. Williams. That is three words. So I'll take it. Here. Emma. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll be down in like 10 minutes. Gosh, I love adorable. her so much. <laughs> and pause because Ella just came in quietly. Go through, girl. Grand Central Station. Grand yes. Central Station at go the, out the back door when you have to go. Grand All right. Okay. Pausing again because Ella has to come through and go to her babysitting gig. Do you have the address, Ella? <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> okay. Intermission. I have so many outtakes from both of these it. episodes. I'm in love with it. The song you sang before the Welfare League episode totally recorded it. Oh, no. <laughs> you knew she was recording. You know she starts recording and you start goofing off with the hopes of outtakes. She has been doing this now for am, how many months? I am a little bit. I am a oh, little bit. Oh no, offended. you were recording that? Hey, oh no. Hey. hey. <laughs> I can't help that I believe comedic genius and excellence. Whether or not the microphones are recording, it is of little consequence to me. That it's on. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think your comedic genius is spurred by Thank the you. by the microphone. No, I Thank think you. it is Thank amplified. You, but no. The it already is great, and it is just amplified oh. even further. Can I just preface this by saying? I have no idea what Walther League is. Okay, go. Okay, great. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Could we wait another, like, 45 seconds? I've got two more kids about to enter the house. Ah. <laughs> I'm in from 3 o'clock is, like, the day, the time when all the big kids. 4.08 okay. is when we hear Emma's ding-dong, ding-dong. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
So, but these sweet children are walking around the back of the house. <gasps> they saw the sign. Oh, it opened ah. up their eyes. They saw the sign. Okay, let's see. Oh, I don't think I unlocked the back door. Shoot. <laughs> Always something in like, the Bomberger house. Always something in the Bomberger house. <laughs> now the dog is Dogs are barking and the kids are locked Why is she out. Running? It's the bomb. It's an enemy. House. I'm here. Rachel locked her kids out of the house. The dog's barking crazy because they're locked out of house. Bomberger house. You better get in because you're locked out before it gets dark. But. <laughs> What's going on, Bree's greatest hits? It's a bunch of chaos at the Bomberger house. Everybody. All right. <laughs> Three out of four are all in. I can't wait so. for 408, by the way. <laughs>